It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. AP News, I'm Ben Thomas. Witnesses are describing the mass shooting at a Walmart in Chesapeake, Virginia last night that killed six. Julie Walker. Walmart employee Brianna Tyler says she was standing in the break room with 15 to 20 other co-workers starting the night restocking shift when her manager just walked in and started shooting. And he just opened fire on everybody in the break room. And it is by the grace of God that a bullet missed me. Not gonna lie, I literally looked at him. I saw the, the, the smoke leaving the, the gun and I literally watched bodies drop. Chesapeake police say he used a pistol, then apparently killed himself. They're investigating motive. Tyler says he had issues with almost everyone. He was already kind of rocky with people, but to this extent, I would have never, yeah, I would have never guessed this. Walmart identified the gunman as Andre Bing and says he's been with the store since 2010. I'm Julie Walker. In Colorado Springs, Judge Charlotte Ankeny. I find there is legal authority to hold Anderson Aldrich without bond at this time. Aldrich is the suspect in Saturday's fatal shooting of five people at a gay nightclub. The 22-year-old appeared at the hearing by video with visible injuries. Aldrich was beaten into submission by club patrons. Ten days after four University of Idaho students were stabbed to death in their rooms, police say they still have not been able to identify a suspect or found a murder weapon. They're asking for tips and surveillance video. Russian missile strikes continue to sow terror in Ukraine, targeting infrastructure, knocking out power in large parts of the country. Meantime, the U.S. is sending another $400 million in ammunition and generators to Ukraine. Stocks closed higher on Wall Street after minutes from the Federal Reserve's most recent policy meeting showed Fed officials agreed smaller rate hikes would likely be appropriate soon. The next meeting is in December. And if you're traveling this evening, you're one of many. AAA predicts nearly 55 million people will travel at least 50 miles from home this Thanksgiving. This is AP News. When choosing a wireless provider, you're forced to compromise. But what if you didn't have to? What if you could get reliable service without a contract and save money? Introducing Total by Verizon, a new no-contract, no-credit-check carrier for you and your family with plans starting at just $30 a month on America's most reliable 5G network. Total by Verizon is available at TotalByVerizon.com and at retailers nationwide. Based on first-place rankings and RootMetrics first-half 2022 5G assessments of 125 metros, experiences may vary, not an endorsement. Favorite family tradition? Shopping Kohl's Black Friday with my mom. We earned extra Kohl's cash, got a Google Nest Hub for $49.99, a Fitbit for just $99.99. Plus, I found a pizza grill for $179.99, and she got a fire pit for the same price. 
Not to mention the 15% off other great deals. Yeah, we're going back to Kohl's for round two. Select styles. Offers valid through November 25th. Cuisinart, Google, and Fitbit coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Brazil is expelling a U.S. fish. KCAA Radio, Loma Linda, where no listener is ever left behind. The caring staff at Mac Flavor Ingredients reminds everyone to please take the opportunity to give blood. By doing so, you may save the life of a friend, child, elderly person, surgery patient, or an accident victim. So give blood. It's safe, simple, and saves lives. This important reminder is a courtesy of Mac Flavor Ingredients in Riverside, where they care about the safety and welfare of our community. Be a silent hero, and if you can, give the gift of life. Give blood. Happy Holidays from the crew at KCAA. Do you have a special, personal Christmas message you'd like to convey? Imagine the delight of your loved ones when they hear all about it on KCAA. Do you want to get your message out about your Christmas side gig, business, or service? How about your holiday event? Put us to work and support your favorite local radio station, KCAA. For a modest amount, KCAA can get your message out to nearly 1 million listeners from Yucaipa, Reno Valley, Hemet, Cherry Valley, San Bernardino, and beyond. For more info, you can jingle our bells at 909-793-1065. That's 909-793-1065. Or you can log on to kcaaradio.com. Make your holidays delightful, memorable, and special this holiday on Express 106.5 FM and 10.50 AM, the stations that leave no listener behind. What does the WeatherBug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose WeatherBug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. And now it's time for a brand new show on KCAA, The Uncommon Sense Democrat, with your host, Eric Bauman, a show about politics and contemporary issues. And now, here's Eric Bauman. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a long month since I saw you last a week ago, and uh, one cannot keep track of what is going on in Washington and Sacramento and all around us. I will apologize in advance if my voice sounds crappy. Um, I have a bit of a sore throat and a stuffy nose today, but um, very, very, yeah, very, very short, very, very short. COVID report. Um, President Biden and his team announced an, a, a six-week push to get um, Americans over the age of 65 vaccinated with the new vaccine, and that is going to be their focus for the next six weeks um, to really push and get another 35, uh, sorry, another 16 million more people uh, at least vaccinated. Yesterday was also Dr. Fauci's last time. Um, briefing from the White House, because he retires later this month, and after 54 years in the federal government, I don't know if he's going to teach, if he's going to do clinical practice, if he's going to do research. Um, He said he's not really retiring, but I'm sure the Republicans who've who've narrowly taken control of the House 
are not going to give him much peace because they hate him. And so they're going to go after him. Um, <clears throat> the CDC has been testing the new bivalent COVID vaccine. That's the one that I've been telling you about, which which is um, a combination of the original vaccine plus one designed to uh, conquer the new variants of COVID. And it's found to be on average at least 56% more effective at preventing um, symptomatic COVID. And all I can say is, thank goodness I've been boosted with the third booster. And I think that's really it for the COVID report today. There's not much to say about monkeypox. The number of cases across the United States is dropping precipitously. And so we may, we may have lucked out and passed that. <clears throat> today I'm joined by um, uh, political consultant and author Larry Levine and pollster Gene Bregman, who I have every month. And we held this show off in hopes that we would actually be able to do a bit of a roundtable on the um, on the elections from this month, uh, and and also that we could talk about some of the other interesting factors about this election. So, <clears throat> and again, please bear with me about my voice. I can't really do much about it except you don't sound like you're going to make it through the hour. Oh, I'll make it through the hour. Don't worry about it. I have a lot. I just. Of, uh, my my grandmother would have said, "What are you doing? You're quitting already." I'm not quitting, so I know I'll be fine. So so the shape of things is, we know pretty much how the House elections went. Um, there's at least one seat in Alaska that we're supposed to find out the results today. Hang on, let me get a drink. Alaska implemented um, uh, the voting where, uh, what do you call it? Um, rank choice. Rank choice, yeah. Thank you. Rank choice voting. And the Democrat who had snuck in in the special election last summer is leading, and we're supposed to get the final result today. If so, that <clears throat> helps us minimize the House Republicans' um, uh, number of seats. In the Senate, we have one election left, and we're, that is we're waiting for the special election on December 8th um, in, in Georgia <clears throat> between Reverend Warnock, Senator Reverend Warnock, and um, a schmuck Walker, Herschel Walker, Walker. Who, who, who gave a television appearance yesterday. And I'm telling you, you listen to that guy, and you and 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 you, you know, you lose your mind trying to figure out what he's talking about. Remember, this is the guy who told us that the problem with fighting climate change is we'll send all of our clear clean air over to China, and they'll blow all of their bad air over the United States. <laughs> That's literally what he said. So, with that, Larry, opening impressions of. Uh, how the Democrats did in in this election, and where we stand. Well, the Democrats did astoundingly well. I mean, even if you shrug off the the doomsayers and the prediction of a red wave, this what just happened defied history. Um, it, you know, the, the, the 
party in the White House doesn't just doesn't do this well in the off year. Um, I, you know, you got to you got to look for reasons why, and I think the biggest reason why is Donald Trump. Um, I think the country has seen through him. Um, I think there is the MAGA element who never will abandon him, but I think that other mass of uh, so-called swing voters, whatever you want to call them, independent voters, are tired of him. Um, and they, I think, all realized to one degree or another that um, the claim that the, the 2020 election was stolen was just a, a big bogus lie. Um and the candidates who adhered to that lie went down in flames. Um, I think uh, I read somewhere that Trump into, uh, in, in, uh, um, endorsed 21 candidates for the House of Representatives who were in districts rated anywhere from toss-up to uh, contestable, and 14 of them lost. Well, the, the makes, thing... The thing the next year really interesting. Well, the, the the thing about his endorsements was all told, he was claiming to have something like a 160 to 30, um, uh, Gene, you're the pollster, what would you call that, race, ratio well, we of victory. Winning to, to, so, yeah. yeah, winning record. But what he did was he endorsed all these candidates who were like running in 70% Republican districts and who didn't really need his endorsement, in many cases, didn't want it. Um, but it was in every case where he foisted a, a Senate candidate or a House candidate into the race. They all lost. And if you yeah, think you know, about it... Go ahead, Gene. No, no, I just wanted to add so that something to what Larry said and then talking, and then talking about Trump. Um, I think there's sort of a corollary to the, 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 the Trump effect and and that is what he did as president had its effect too, meaning particularly the the Supreme Court. Uh, you cannot minimize what that abortion ruling did in terms of getting out younger people to vote who never vote in the numbers that they did this time and save the Democrats in lots and lots of close elections. Well, that, you know that, that, I, that's a, that's sort of a corollary to Trump because that that directly goes to him and what he did. Well, yeah, no, no, the message, no, the message no. of that was that elections matter, um, and it, it sure resonated. Right. Well, first yeah. of all, no no slap no slap at Eugene, but all the pundits and all the talking heads and many of the pollsters were so far off this time. Um, and they were all no. criticizing. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. Let me just finish my point. Okay. They were all criticized. They were criticizing one guy, Biden. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Yep. They were all criticizing him, saying that he was campaigning on the wrong issues. He shouldn't have been talking about abortion. He shouldn't have been talking about democracy. And in the exit polling, which I I gather you've seen some of, um, amongst People who voted for Democrats, those were the two highest-rated issues. Mm -hmm. It was it was as if he had his finger on that pulse, and they very smartly deployed him 
into areas where his popularity was above 45%. They sent Kamala into all the black areas, all the Asian areas, uh, many of the southern areas. They sent the first lady and the second gentleman, I'm sorry, the yeah, the first lady and the second gentleman into, um, you know, into all of these other places. And out of all of them, who were the two most popular, most requested surrogates? Do you know? Mm-hmm. My, my guess okay, is Barack so, Obama would be one of them, and Michelle probably the other. Oh, well, no, Barack Obama was number one, and Mayor, P- Mayor Secretary Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. They got more requests for Pete Buttigieg than they got even for President Biden. Amazing. Huh. But you know what? I think that's maybe maybe because they bought into the conventional wisdom that Biden was an unpopular president. I even saw that within the last week that, you know, I had I said Democrats survived an unpopular president. It, it's just that talk, that talking heads in D.C., New York, who spend their whole lives convincing each other of how, how smart they are and just never well, really understand the American people. You know, uh, you know t- talking about the polling that that's a you know half a show unto itself but i i i wrote on my blog just before the election that i was very reluctant to make predictions this year i went ahead and did it anyway but i was reluctant to do it um but you did it and you did it i did it right and i had, but it was tough and it's because i don't necessarily trust the a lot of these pollsters anymore. And it's no. not their fault particularly. It's the way the world is now is so much more difficult, uh, particularly when you talk about high-profile races. Well, I'll uh, give you an example. Bo- 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 both both 538 and um, Real Clear Politics, both of them, and ladies and gentlemen, those are, those are um, services that, that aggregate all the polls together. They 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 combine all the polls in order to get an average so that we get a better idea, a fairer idea of what's really happening. But they all included, for example, Trafalgar. Well, mm-hmm. Trafalgar yep. is number one, it's a Republican shop. And number two, they were wrong in every race they called, once again. And and yet he's still getting paid a lot of money because he tells Republicans what they want to hear. As does, uh, as does uh, Rasmussen. These are two Republican, what they call Republican House organs. They both pull with a lean towards towards the Republicans. But I have to say this: if anybody was really paying attention to what was happening to the polls the last two weeks or ten days, I watched Biden climb from 40, 41 to forty four to forty five. And Rasmussen did not have him lower than 44 for the last three weeks. Now, you might say, well, 44 stinks. But I want to point out that Trump in his entire four years never got the 44% after the first six months. I, I have a I have a take. Gene, does, Gene doesn't buy this, but I, I still am convinced that the so-called red wave was a Republican narrative designed to suppress the Democratic turnout 
and that the mainstream media and pundits just bought into it. Nah, sure, because I, 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 mean, I mean, everybody look. You look at history, and the history no, 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 says no. we should have we should have had a red wave this year, but we didn't. And then right. you add on top of that the fact you know Biden is not his approval rating was still lower than his disapproval rating. That factored into a lot of people saying that's going to uh, add and uh, support the red wave theory. Uh, so it wasn't that unusual or that surprising that people would, would say that. Um, but to get to the red wave, you had to overlook the problem. No, the, here, here's the problem with the polling. Because you're not doing telephone polling anymore like we used to. You used to call up, I mean, until very recently, you'd call uh, a household and you'd talk to the people. And if you had good, experienced interviewers, they would be able to oftentimes cajole a reluctant respondent into taking part in the survey. Nowadays, that doesn't happen because people don't even answer yep. their phones. And so you end up sometimes, um, you end up with people just. Well, a lot more people deciding not to take part for whatever reason. And it could be just, I'm not answering a phone from somebody I don't know who they are. Or it could be some people who are reluctant to take part in a poll because they think it's part of the deep state and it's evil. Or for whatever reason. And then you end up, everybody has to do extensive waiting, E-I-G-H-T, waiting on their data to get it in what they think the correct proportion is going to be on election day. And so when you make those kinds of assumptions uh, based on what may not be accurate data, you're going to have inaccurate results. Trafalgar weights it based on a model that has good Republican turnout, not so good Democratic turnout, and they end up being three to five or six points wrong every time even if they've predicted correctly that a Republican is going to win, they're still wrong, and the election is closer. And so I think people need to be... take into account the young vote that came out, the women vote that came out because of abortion. Um, and, and so it, it lent itself to thinking, well, we're going to just have all these Republicans elected without knowing that there are going to be a lot of non-Republicans who don't usually vote in the off-year election voting this time. Virginia, all right, so let me... Wait, 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 wait. In order to get no, to but, that, you had to overlook all the rest of it. Right. So, so, Larry, so Larry, here, what, I, what I wanted to say is, to you, Larry, and to Eugene, is that I want to be... I actually can be the bridge between the two of you. Well, let me explain what I mean. One, the, the the polling narrative was BS, and and let me explain why I say that. The polling narrative was that all of the Trumpsters, all of the MAGAites or maggots, as the case may be, um, stayed home um, and didn't didn't come out. And wouldn't answer the phone calls of the, I should say, they didn't stay home. They didn't answer the phone calls of pollsters because of what you said, Gene, the issue of it being, um, <clears throat> the issue of it being 
um, the deep state. <clears throat> but what they missed in that narrative is that young voters, the millennials and the Gen Zs, especially the Gen Zs, they don't want to take polls because they just don't trust older people. They don't know what's going to be done with the information, and they don't mm-hmm. trust any of us. Now, but, but, to Larry's, but to Larry's point, and I think this is really crucial, because this is how the two of what you guys said actually pair together to make one real narrative, and that is because the media, with perhaps the exception of, um, with perhaps, I'm sorry, perhaps the exception of, um, uh, with perhaps the exception of Fox and uh, and OAN that that are both distinctly trying to promote right wing candidates. Everybody else is looking for that horse race constantly because you know if it bleeds, it leads as the old as the old media expression goes. And so for them to say the Democrats are going to get wiped out, the Democrats are going to have you know the Republicans are going to pick up at least forty to fifty seats and all this. And here's the reality, and I just have to say this flat out. We either held exactly where we were in the Senate, which is a tie with Kamala Harris breaking the tie, which in, which gives us a functional majority, <clears throat> or we picked up a seat in the Senate if we win in Georgia. That's one. And two, in the House, the most seats that they can win is 222. Guess how many the Democrats had this past, this current term that hasn't quite ended yet? 222. So, so that means their lead over the Democrats is five or six votes. That's it. So we lost very little, all things considered. <clears throat> Remembering that unlike statewide elections, like a Senate race, um, uh, unlike, a, unlike a statewide election, Congressional races are run in districts, which tend to have a higher propensity of people who think alike in each district. So regardless, while it would have been nice to hold the Senate and the Congress, the House, we could have, but I think we blew it. And that takes us to our next topic. Did the Democratic Party blow? Did the Democratic Party blow our opportunity to hold the lead? And I point to California as Exhibit A. Larry, you and New, York, and, New York, and New York is Exhibit A one. Um, the New York Democratic Party really screwed up the redistricting in that state by overreaching and turning it over to the courts. Uh, and there, right there, was probably four seats. And then there's the California thing, where the, probably the number one target for a seat to flip from red to blue was probably in the west part of the San Fernando Valley on up into uh, the Antelope Valley, the Christy Smith-Garcia uh, seat. Christy lost uh, to Garcia by 333 uh, votes in 2020. Um, the district was re- re- redrawn to take out the Republican conservative core of Simi Valley and add the Democratic core of Lancaster and uh, Palmdale, and she lost by more because why? The DCCC, the Democratic Campaign uh, Committee in D.C., took a hike 
and did nothing to help her. And the California Democratic Party didn't lift a finger to help her. She got absolutely right. no backing. That became a story in the LA Times when she let loose on it on, I don't know whether it was Twitter or one of those. Uh, uh, but it was, well, no, and it it was, was absolutely unforgivable what they did. Um, so, it, so, 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 let, let, I'm sorry. <clears throat> let me just inject this. We're down to about three minutes, but I want to just, if we're four seats behind or five seats behind, there was Christy Smith. There were two seats in Orange County we should have picked up. There was there was a seat in Bakersfield where where David Valadeo once again beat Rudy. Um, uh, I can't yeah, say his last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Um, remember, remember, so, remember. Every so time the, you say Christy Smith, that's a switch of two. It takes away a Republican and adds a Democrat. Right, but, so but every so, one of these seats is. So, a, is so there were four seats at least, and I actually think there was a fifth seat, and I just can't remember I which it so. is right now. Yeah. We, we, there were four to five seats that could have been won in California, and, you know, they're all patting themselves on the back. But, you know, quite frankly, <clears throat> I think it was a big failure that Jay Chen didn't win in Orange County. I think it was a big failure that that Rudy didn't win in Bakersfield, that that yep. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't take Smith Santa Clarita seats. Yeah, See, I mean, you take those take those three seats by themselves, and you got a different party in in control of the house because that's a switch. Of you six, know, six. Um, well, it it, and, it and, certainly and gets just, us a lot closer. And and Gene, correct me, Gene, correct me if I'm wrong, but what the schmucks did in New York, they so overreached. They oh, so yeah. overreached. Yeah, said that. Yes, you know, I would like to point out one thing before, and I don't know really exactly the significance of this, but I think it should be mentioned. Every incumbent senator and governor won. With the positive, we don't know about Warnock yet, but he, but he was ahead. I mean, he got, he got more votes than Warnock. Every single one. Right. Four governorships changed parties. They were all open seats. Three became, three were, had been Republicans and now Democrats. One had been a Democrat that was now a Republican. All right, well, um, listen, guys, so, we're so, down. Okay, so we're, we're, we're down. After. Yeah, we're down to the last minute or, or less of the first half, but we'll we'll pick this back up in the second half, and then we'll talk about what uh, Trump's sudden reappearance and his chaos. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Is creating for the Republicans. So this is Eric Bauman, host of the Uncommon Sense Democrat, right here on NBC Radio KCAA. I don't have too much of a voice today. You'll have to forgive me. I have a sore throat and a, I don't know, whatever else I got. But I'm joined by uh, consultant Larry Levine and pollster Gene Bregman. And Eric, please take it away. And we'll be see you on the other side of the break. CAA Loma Linda. 
The Legacy KCAA 1050 AM and Express 106.5 FM. NBC News Radio. I'm Chris Caraggio. Police investigating the murders of four University of Idaho students in off-campus housing are asking for additional tips to help identify a suspect. Moscow Police Chief James Fry says any piece of information might help. Even if you don't believe it is relevant, investigators will review and determine if and how your information builds the picture. Police have not found the murder weapon, which is believed to be a knife. Idaho State Police say they've collected 103 pieces of evidence from the scene, took 4,000 photographs, multiple 3D scans of the crime scenes, processed over 1,000 tips, and conducted 150 interviews. Idaho Governor Brad Little has made up to $1 million available for the investigation. Folks are hitting the road to celebrate Thanksgiving, but they'll soon be hitting the stores both in person and online. The National Retail Federation says more than 166 million Americans will shop from Thanksgiving Day through Cyber Monday. The majority of the shopping will take place on Black Friday. I'm Chris Caraggio, NBC News Radio. Rawlings Automotive Inc. reminds listeners to take a moment to recognize our men and women in uniform who are serving our country. Their sacrifices help keep America strong and free. This reminder from Rawlings Automotive Inc. For all your classic car, hot rod, custom car, and truck needs, let Rawlings Automotive years of experience work for you. Call 951-361-3001. That's 951-361-3001. Visit RawlingsAutoInc.com. That's RawlingsAutoInc.com. Or stop by 6107 Marlette Street in Mira Loma. That's Rawlings Automotive Inc. on the air because they care. Did you know fixing outdoor leaks can save 27 to 90 gallons of water per day? Even tiny leaks can be huge water wasters. Conserving water starts with a few simple water-saving actions at home and in your yard, like adjusting your sprinklers and adding drip irrigation so you water only where it's needed. We can all do our part to conserve water. Visit SaveOurWater.com for more water-saving tips. Save water, save California. Open for takeout and delivery, El Tapioc Mexican Food Restaurant in the Tri-City Center of Redlands is back. Their entire family is on hand to serve up their delicious burritos, machaca, chorizo, huevos rancheros, steak and eggs, just part of their mouth-watering great food. Since 1531, people have marveled at the miracle of El Tapioc, and now you can marvel at the great food the Lugo family has been serving up for over two decades, nestled quietly in the corner of the Tri-City Center shopping mall next to Burlington Coat Factory. Support them. They can't wait to serve you some of their delectable, authentic, south-of-the-border Mexican fare at great prices, served up with love. Support the area's best-loved Mexican food restaurant in these tough times. Order up a tasty meal on the phone for delivery or takeout, for breakfast, lunch, or dinner from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call 909-307-0017. That's 909 909- 307-0017 or Google El Tapioc Redlands and treat yourself. Are you in the market to buy a home or investment property? Have you been outbid in a bidding war? Want to understand the real estate market in your area? Would you like professional guidance in getting you into your next home? Call Tina Wynn today at 657-383-3232 or check her out on Instagram at T-I-N-A-H-U-Y-N-H-R-E-A-L-T-O-R. She is the professional who will help you buy, sell, and invest in real estate. Just call Tina at 657-383-3232. She's the best. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Eric Bauman, host of the Uncommon Sense Democrat, right here on NBC Radio KCAA. 
AM 1050, all across Southern California, FM 106.5 in Redland, San Bernardino, and across the Inland Empire, and streaming at kcaradio.com and on all the major streaming services. Today, I am joined by political consultant Larry Levine and pollster Gene Bregman, and I apologize in advance because I seem to have caught a frog in my throat, and I hope that's all I caught in my throat, <clears throat> but I'm doing my best to work my way through this hour. Um, in the first half, we were finishing up talking about whether or not Democrats blew the chance to hold the House, something that I know both Larry and I certainly believe is probably true. Um, Gene, then you were speaking, and you wanted to pick up where you left off. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know if the Democrats blew their chances to take the House. Probably yes, uh, if nothing else, based on what happened in New York, on the because so much of what went wrong in New York was based on the fact that they messed up the redistricting uh, and then put a whole bunch of uh, seats in play that shouldn't have been. Um, but I don't. I don't want to overstate it either, because the voters all over the place were just returning the incumbents almost everywhere. I'm not exactly sure what this means, but <laughs> but it's something that that really should be noted that that they were not turning out the turn of office some really awful people who, if they had not been incumbents, probably would have lost. Somebody right. like Ron Johnson well, in Wisconsin. I mean, this guy is dreadful. But he got reelected, not by a lot, but he got reelected. Very narrowly, by 1%, one, one percent yeah. or a little more than right. 1%. Exactly. But, I think yeah. what happened in New York, though, is when the courts took over redistricting, they created too large a registration deficit for some of those Democrats to overcome. I mean, the, the irony of all of it is the Democratic Congress member who was the head of the DCCC actually lost. Right. Right. Well, that, and that's only the second time in 70 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and, and it's too bad because, by the way, <clears throat> notwithstanding <clears throat> his skill at running elections, and clearly um, the fact that he held us so close meant that he was running a good operation generally with what he had to work with. But, um, I mean, really, I mean, for the, for the chair of the democratic congressional campaign committee to get voted out of office, you know, that, that, that is, that is just amazing. But then again, he ran in a district that was not his district. That's right. He ran in a right. district that he thought he'd have a better shot at. And yep. that often is, you know, that's often part of the, uh, you know, they think you're a carpetbagger. So, yeah, on the other hand, if I can leapfrog ahead to 2024, um, a lot of this portends very, very favorably for 2024 when you know, turnout goes up in a presidential election, which usually uh, helps Democrats because uh, it drives out Democratic voters who only vote in presidential years. Um, and then if we can just keep keep the Trump uh, machine breathing, um, we could be in really good shape for two years from now. Well, so so that brings us to our next topic, 
and I'll frame it just slightly differently than we had originally thought about it. <clears throat> Trump has not proven himself to be a Teflon former president or impenetrable as he liked to play. Yes, he was able to get almost every one of his hand-selected candidates the Republican nomination, but I believe the only Senate candidate that he pushed that won was in Ohio. I don't think any of his other candidates that he pushed won. And, and of course, then there's, there's Georgia. And that guy is, I mean, he gave an interview yesterday, a televised interview, and he twice said that this was a very difficult erection, but he was sure he could win it. I mean, the, the guy is out of his mind. And he's out of his league. <clears throat> so, but as, as we know, uh, uh, these, these some of these southern states take uh, great pride in electing stupid uh, football personnel uh, persons uh, to the Senate. Um, you know, can we see Tommy Tuberville? Uh, I know this guy. Uh, <laughs> this guy Wexler will give Tuberville a a race for the least intelligent oh, member. Oh, oh okay, so, so so now you raise the trivia question of the day. You both get to answer it, and then I'll tell you which one of you is crazy. <laughs> Trump was complaining that no members of the United States Senate, except one, had endorsed his bid for re-election. And who is it that did it? Did what? Well, endorsed what? Endorsed Trump in 2024. Almost in Tommy Tuberville. It was that's Tommy Tuberville. It, yeah, that's what it gets yeah. It, it, even even Lindsey Graham, that worm, has not has not come out and endorsed Trump for re-election. And <clears throat> so I think when voters look at Trump, he actually does look damaged to them, and it makes. Of course, she makes Ron DeSantis look better because Ron DeSantis is the guy in waiting. Um, yeah, but I can't believe Trump. that he's going to get a free shot at this. Oh, and, no, 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 no. I saw a Lindsey Graham quote today saying that if Trump doesn't get the nomination, he will just, he will sack and destroy the Republican Party. Um, not, not a bad <laughs> prediction. I mean, there's Look. no question in my mind that a, 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 a significant number of the MAGA crowd will leave Trump because they just, for whatever reason, they will leave him. But there is going to be a significant number who will never leave him. And therein lies the yeah. real problem to the Republicans in 24. Yeah. No, I think, Trump I go think... down with him or he destroys him. Well, I, I want to just take you through this right now. He was last night ranting and raving. He had been ranting and raving all afternoon. <clears throat> but last night he was ranting and raving on some Fox show. I think it was a Fox show. About the fact that the Supreme Court did not step in and block the Democrats from getting access to his tax returns. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and, and the Supreme Court, for whom he appointed 33 and a third percent, um, has now voted six times against Trump. And what did he say? 
<clears throat> he said, of course the Supreme Court voted against me. They hate me. That's why they keep, I keep losing there. The reality is, of course, you know, he's never going to admit that maybe it's just because he's a schmuck and his lawyers are schmucks. And yeah. <clears throat> they, went, they went into the appeals court on uh, one case um, day before yesterday, I think it was Monday. <clears throat> and the judge said, you're trying to use political or arguments in a courtroom. That doesn't work here, counselor. And and the appeals court ruled against Trump again on another issue. <clears throat> so Trump is at a very Trump is at a very precarious place. The dis, the district attorney um, from Atlanta, I think it's Cobb County, but I'm not certain, um, is very close to indicting him. They forced Lindsey Graham to go in and testify. Lindsey Graham went all the way to the Supreme Court to block it, trying to use the <clears throat> the clause of the of the Constitution that says that sitting members of Congress can't be uh, hauled into court for speech that they give in the line of duty. But the the district court judge, the appeals court, and finally the Supreme Court all ruled that that was not in the line of duty. So he had to go, and yesterday he was deposed before the special grand jury in, in Atlanta. <clears throat> you have the attorney general in the state of New York who civil suit against Trump and his organization and his children is moving forward very swiftly. Excuse me, let me just get a drink. Yeah, let me fill in. You now yeah, have the minute. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say no, the Manhattan gonna, District I gonna, Attorney. I was going to fill in while you were drinking. Oh, well, give Go me ahead. something good to drink, and you can fill it in. <laughs> no, but but the Manhattan the Manhattan District Attorney, who actually, from when he got elected, <clears throat> downplayed the possibility of charging Trump with crimes, um, suddenly has is rethinking that. So there you have another criminal case. And then, of course, you have the fact that um, the Attorney General Merrick Garland. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. First of all, the Department of Justice is so close to hanging this guy. But because Trump declared himself a candidate, the attorney general did a smart thing. He appointed um, what we used to call a special prosecutor um, to, 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 to oversee the two main Department of Justice investigations, Trump's um, <clears throat> possession, illegal possession of classified documents and um, whatever the other case is. And the guy that he brought in is squeaky clean, has led investigations. He was the head of the division of the Department of Justice 
that that investigates wrongdoing amongst elected officials. The guy is squeaky clean. And so, you know, it's kind of like, it makes me think of the old poem, cannons to the left of me, cannons to the right of me, and into the battle I walked. And that's where he is. Eric, for all of that, I mean, think of the personality of the guy we're talking about. Every time he loses, even if the guy to whom he loses is squeaky clean, he rallies the base by claiming they're out to get me, uh, they're after me, uh, it's the deep state, whatever he yells, and they all buy it. And therein lies the problem the Republican Party has for two years from now. You can indict him, you can do whatever you want, and he will turn all of that into a positive message for the base, and they'll buy it. They'll believe it. But yeah, they, yeah, they, they bought the election. I will turn to the Republican Party. That, What's that, Gene? I said there is an element and a growing element of the Republican Party that doesn't want him there anymore. That's true. And, That's and true. that, and we don't know, I mean, look, you know, uh, when he, the day that he announced that he was going to run again in 24, the announcement was not on the front page of the New York Post. It was on page 26. Oh, no, but did you see that? a little line on the bottom that, of the that, front that. page that said something about Floridian makes announcement or something like that. Right. It was, it's, 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 and that it, Murdoch and don't. Floridian? don't minimize Murdoch's influence. I mean, he also owns Fox News. Mm-hmm. And, right, he owns um, Fox, he owns The Post. Right, but Fox is the big... He owns the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. He owns the Wall Street yeah. Journal. And, and, and Fox has backed away from Trump to, the, to a great extent, <clears throat> with perhaps a couple of exceptions. You know, the, the, the personalities who are yeah. kind of in love with him. Um, but, but I'll go but back to what I said a little while ago. I'll go back to what I said a little while ago. Uh, you know, of that massive MAGA base that was there in 2016 and to some extent in 2020, uh, he could lose half of them to rational thinking and still destroy the party. Well, I don't care if he... Listen, if he destroys the party, that's... Better for Democrats. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I, I, yeah, I know. That. I know. That's, uh, you know that's, but, that's, but, but that, but that takes us, that takes us to our, to our next topic, <clears throat> which is right now, particularly in the House, although in both both bodies of Congress, <clears throat> the Republicans have this fire, circular firing squad going on. In the Senate, <clears throat> it's a little bit less complicated because. Excuse me, let me just take a sip of water. It's a little bit less complicated because um, it's a little less complicated because uh, um, Jesus, I'm, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, oh, McConnell, yeah, yeah, Mitch, McConnell, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Mitch, yeah. Mitch McConnell has more than enough of votes yeah. to win. And the votes right. that he lost you know the votes that he lost. So what? You know they can yeah. they can yeah. annoy him, they can drive him yeah. crazy, but they can't do anything. He's he's going to be the minority leader. 
Right. He's, not, he's not the majority. But he's not the a big difference. Well, yeah. that's true, and that's a big that's a big blow to him. Let me tell you. But oh, yeah. in the house, but in the house, McCarthy is in trouble because he yeah. has to have he has to have two hundred and eighteen Republican. Well, he has to have two hundred eighteen votes on January third to become the speaker. And herein lies the problem. Yep. He's got a four-vote uh, yeah, margin. He's got a four-vote margin with Republicans there. and no Democrats. Right. And, and there are five Republicans who have come out and made statements very explicitly that under no circumstance will they will vote for McConnell. That means if, in fact, they end up with 222 people, McCarthy will not will not live to see his dream of being a speaker. And to a large extent, Democrats help pick the next speaker. Exactly. To a large right. extent. Yeah, well, you know, there, there, right. there are groups there are groups of Republican and Democratic House members who are more moderate in nature on, on both sides than uh, not as left on the Democratic side, not as right on the Republican side, who work together and talk together and try to get things done. And they are seeing themselves as a power this year. Yep. Because exactly what you've been describing. There was I a big article. Uh, yeah. I, I, my question is, could those people come together and with Democratic support, elect a Republican speaker yep. who who was sold as a unity speaker, not as I'm going to be a Republican who's going to investigate everything in the world about Joe Biden, including where he buys his shoes. And maybe even but, give the Democrats a couple of committee chairs. Yeah, exactly. That's that's that was that's my my dream, sort of, that 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 that, that happens. Um, I mean, those five who are not going to vote for McCarthy Want somebody who's even more nuts than McCarthy is. They're all That's right. far right if, if you if 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 you have, let's say for sake of argument, if you have, I believe they count thirty-five Republicans who are either moderates or or who are part of the, uh, I forget what they call that caucus, that special caucus they have. Yeah, I know Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. Um, if you have 35, and if they came up with a moderate Republican who was willing to deal even-handedly with Democrats and make it not so bad, do you think we couldn't give them enough votes to elect somebody? But the point of this whole question is, as it stands, can the GOP survive? Can it survive this circular oh, firing sure. squad that they're in? Sure. It's politics. Oh yeah, yeah, they can survive. The interesting thing, the interesting thing is going to be to to watch the Democratic leadership play this out. Uh, to give them enough rope to to uh, expose themselves. I almost said hang themselves, but that's a bad analogy. Uh, to expose themselves. Um, you know, we we will never know what's going on behind closed doors. We only know the speculation. But you, you, you Eric, you just hit it. I mean, remember, uh, 
Once upon a time, the Democrats in 1994 lost control of the state assembly, and Willie Brown wound up being speaker. Um, Sometimes strange coalitions. Sometimes strange coalitions get uh, get formed out of necessity. Um, No, no, that's right. He 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 gains support from one Republican in Orange County. Um, I think it was Paul Horcher was the original one. Yep, yep, that's and, the one. And, and, and when they tried, and when they went to recall Horcher, Willie Brown turned the Democratic troops loose, but they didn't couldn't quite save him. Yep, and because the Orange County of of that time was so right wing. Um, but, but you bring that forward to now. To you. you bring that forward to now. And uh, I don't remember if you, Eric, or Eugene just postulated the notion that if some Republican can come up and garner 35 votes for a moderate Republican uh, head of the Let's Get Things Done caucus, um, and then pull in 200 and whatever, 10, 12 Democrats, you got a whole different picture going on in D.C. Right. All of a sudden, there's, yeah. there's nobody there to invest. Right. Yeah, well, you, there's nobody there you know, to I, actually gave Hunter Biden. There's, uh, you might actually even continue the January 6th commission in, in existence. It's just all sorts of things can be negotiated. Right. You know, you know something interesting, too. I think. Okay. The, 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 the country is becoming more parliamentary than it ever has before. And what I mean by that is, you look at Herschel Walker. And the reason why he's doing so well when he has no business doing so well is because he's a Republican, and the Republicans vote for the Republican. Right. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, if somebody asked me the other day uh, how horrible it is, how can they vote for him? And I said, well, just think about this. What if Walker were the Democrat and Warnock were the Republican? Which, who would you rather vote for? Would you rather vote for the Democrat or the Republican? And that's the way it is now on the Senate level. On the House level, okay, so it could be more more parliamentary, like you see in so many countries, where you end up with coalition governments being formed, like like like, like, like Israel, Israel, and to some extent, like Great Britain. But but here's yeah, the question some, I want to ask Britain, you: but, other, but there are plenty of places, and I, I wonder if that doesn't fit into that new the new normal that we're going to start seeing in our national politics. So so here's the question I want to ask you. What happens if on January 3rd there is nobody that can get 218 votes? Who runs the Who runs the House of Representatives? How does that work? Have you, either right, of Nancy, you guys ever lived through that? Nancy, does she continue until there's a replacement elected? Yeah, I, the Speaker continues until there's a successor elected. I don't know what the federal rules are, what the congressional rules are. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know if the house. Yeah, but I got a feeling we're about to. I got a feeling in the next two or three weeks we're going to learn a whole lot about that. Yeah, of course, you know, we're sitting here talking right. about coalition governments. We're sitting here <clears throat> talking about coalition governments while both sides are already tooling up to uh, to eviscerate each other in the 2024 election. Um, I know. You know I just saw a headline on the Hill about the Democrats getting ready for 24. Um, it's. Uh, but it's 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 going to be an interesting few weeks now to be a political observer. So so coincidentally to some to something you guys said earlier, um, th- th- there have been some very interesting articles in 
the New York Times, the Washington Post, the LA Times, and the Atlantic, and in Politico, particularly those four, talking about <clears throat> this peculiar split that we're in right now and what we see. But one thing that seems to be an underthought in all of them is that Pelosi and her team um, all believe that if we were going to be in the minority, <clears throat> this was the time for Hakeem Jeffries and the rest of the what will be the new Democratic leadership to learn because they're not in charge, right? They don't have to make all the decisions, but they get to learn by having two years in the minority. And, you know, first of all, that's a very, that's a very astute way of thinking. And um, while Pelosi said she does not want to be the unwelcome mother-in-law of the new speaker or the new, the new Democratic leader, um, Jim Clyburn, who is currently the whip, is running to be is running to be the assistant speaker or whatever the title is, the assistant leader, um, so that he can help the newbies figure it out. Now, unfortunately, we've run out of time, but I want to thank you, Larry Levine, um, political consultant and author, and Eugene Bregman, uh, Polster. Eric, feel better. Yes. Yeah, no, I, 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 as, as, as we say, Baruch Hashem, it should be, God should make me feel better, and if he doesn't, well, there's only two things. I could be dead or I could get better. I don't know which it'll be, but, you know, if I'm not here next week, you know why. <laughs> uh, Have a very uh, happy holiday. That's not, that's not even so, funny. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you, you, guys, you, you, got, you guys, too, and hopefully I'll still be able to eat turkey tomorrow. Um, this is All Eric right. Bauman, host of the Uncommon Sense Democrat, right here on NBC Radio KCAA. Eric, take it away. KCAA Loma Linda. The Legacy KCAA 1050 AM and Express 106.5 FM. You're listening to 